All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of What's What VR. Today we have returning guest, Dr. Narcisse from EBR School System. Dr. Narcisse, how are you, sir? Good. How are you doing? Glad I to be am here. good and hot. Hot <laughs> and we're not even in July yet. Almost oh. there, but it's I'm scared of August already. Listen, <laughs> so. I love it. I, I, I wouldn't trade this weather in for anything. I love it. I tell you, you can always, it can always be worse. You can be in the cold. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Cold, I can keep layering up, you know, <laughs> but uh, I'm after, you're going to have to keep coming back with us because I'm, you hadn't made it through in August yet, have you? Yeah, not yet. <laughs> nice. We're my first, first of many. So, <laughs> yeah. Hadn't been doing August with a hurricane with no power and the humidity at 120%. Right. So, Right, right. They told me once I get through that, I'm really baptized then. So. You need that and a good crawfish boil. Yeah, I think. <laughs> so so you're, you've landed, you're getting your feet underneath you, you got a million things going on. Um, dispel the myth right out of there for anybody who's not, you know, doesn't know. Most people, if you don't know anything with education, will believe that the summertime is the chance where you all get a break. And yeah. you can slow down <laughs> a little bit and it's not, you know, getting ready, schools can come there. But contrary to popular belief, this is about the busiest time for you guys, that, right? That, that is correct. We have about 53 camps going on, summer camps. We have also um, Athletic for Kids that's going on right now. I don't know if you knew, but this is the first time we've started to do elementary athletics in this city. So um, mm -hmm. kids from pre-K all the way up are doing summer camps, which also have like literacy and those type of things going on and also doing skills and stuff like that. So we have that. And then also we're preparing for the school year. Um, you know, things around the curriculum, after school programs, uh, you know, working through all the lunch menu components, you know, all that happens in the summer. So it just sets up for the fall. So we're, we're pretty busy gearing up before the fall um, actually comes. So we're pretty excited wow. about it. You mentioned the lunch menus. I didn't even think about that. That's not like you just run to Costco and pick up a couple <laughs> things for everybody for lunch. You, you're feeding thousands every week, right? Yeah, so this is yeah. a real prep of what's going on. But to make sure everybody knows, just for some, you know, another note that may feel, man, you guys are still running lunch programs, right? And breakfast programs during the summer. Absolutely. That a lot of people I, don't even know about. Absolutely. We still have that going on. We're still feeding kids. We're, you know, working with the community for helping with families. Uh, all that stuff is managed by Dr. Mann and her team. Um, you know, we're always thinking about the kids who, you know, don't have, you know, if there's no school or if they don't have anything going on, they're not eating. So we're constantly thinking about how to make sure we provide opportunities for them um, across the city. Uh, you know, in all the communities, kids are busy still doing something. And so we're trying to make sure that we can provide some food for them um, to kind of give us some energy walking through the year. So, yeah. And unfortunately, a lot of kids, you know, that might be the only good you know, solid meal they're picking up every day. And a lot of people don't think about that when school lets out the school and the cafeteria worker, you know, the planning that's still going on. And Absolutely. it's more than just school at that point. It's, it's helping the, the community at large. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, uh, community doesn't stop, you know, cause school stops. And so, you know, we, one of the things we've been talking a lot about um, since I've arrived has been, uh, I tell folks, that schools are a part of communities, not that communities are part of schools. And so you have to, uh, the schools are almost kind of like a hub for, um, uh, for communities. And our goal is to try to, how we can kind of utilize and partner with different uh, community partners to kind of get things done. So. 
That's awesome. Well, tell me, I know we talked briefly a little bit beforehand, but you've got some major things happening. You know, there's there's a big initiative you had mentioned about. I'm not going to steal your thunder. I'll let you tell us a little bit about it. It's <laughs> something you've got going on, you know, yes. just to let everybody know kind of some of this vision and direction and, you know, bringing some new things to the public school system. Yeah, I was super excited. Uh, our goal, um, uh, if everything works out well, as I expected to, uh, we're going to be building our uh, first Baton Rouge Visual Performing Arts School. We're pushing for that. It'll be a 612. As you know, we have our BRC VPA, uh, Center for Baton Rouge Center for Performing Arts for younger kids that go up like a, to fifth grade. And we want to create an opening, an open school for visual performing arts that's dedicated for that 612 uh, to be open across the city. So we've been working through that. Uh, we also have, uh, we'll be work, we're working on building um, a new school, uh, uh, another pre-K-12 complex in South Baton Rouge. Uh, we're trying to work through that uh, to open that up to provide more opportunities and seats for families in that part of the city. And also we are uh, expanding magnet seats um, in the feeder pattern over the Woodlawn area. We're also working on gifted seats in North Baton Rouge uh, uh, that we're working on as well. Um, and then from there, we're gearing up for other things like, you know, professional development for teachers and principals and programs. Uh, we have a lot of that. We've been partnering also with kind of our, um, our out-of-school uh, community providers to do some more neighborhood stuff. Uh, we're really excited about that. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I can go on for days to tell you a yeah. whole lot of stuff. I mean, we also are partnering right now with the Arts Council. We're super excited about that, to have something for the arts. Um, we want to do like an arts week. Um, and performance and those things. So we have that brewing up. You're going to hear uh, more about that pretty shortly in the next uh, few weeks. I'm um, just super excited. And, and some district-wide stuff we're excited about too. Like we're bringing back Spelling Bee for kids across the city. We're going to have a Spelling Bee competition. Uh, really? We're going to open up also a debate league. Uh, <clears> we're going to be starting that up in the fall. Um, and, and then we also there's a performing, performing for spoken word performances that are doing. The curriculum team is working through that. Um, and then, uh, and then also we're expanding also our pre-K seats more, we're trying to get even more pre-K seats, as you know, we have thousands of kids and families in the city. And so, uh, we've been really trying to hit the marker of maximizing that working with our, um, daycare providers and those folks to kind of work through with them as we, uh, work with our kids from zero to four and, uh, partnering also with the mayor's office around Head Start, uh, so we can start working with kids around Head Start. So, I mean, we have all those things going on right now and, uh, we think that that's going to continue to provide more access and opportunity for our families all across the city, from whether you're in uh, North Baton Rouge, Mid-City, South Baton Rouge, wherever you're located. So we're kind of working through that um, to kind of build that. And, uh, and the other big piece I announced at the board meeting was that um, we've broken the city up into five regions uh, where we're providing support within those particular communities. And so we're reorganizing ourselves to be much more of a community connected school system. Because um, we think that's really important uh, to uh, be able to be connected more with the community as we do our work. So we're, we're kind of excited about that as well. It's funny you mentioned it's a couple of things when you hit on there. It's, you know, we made some conversations kind of in our office that instead of just kind of looking at it as everything as a whole, we're going to start looking at, you know, at the individual, you know, and it doesn't just, you know, policies are no longer just kind of blanketly across, you know, what works for one doesn't necessarily work that's for right. the other, kind of where you're talking these different regions and then. The other piece you mentioned was, and I'd actually talked to somebody about this the other day. It seemed like we had mentioned, like, where did all the debate go? It seems like people have learned or lost the ability to disagree, but still communicate. 
Right. You know? That's right. And I think, That's right. and That's we right. had brought it up in a conversation. It's like, well, you know, I remember you should have like a debate and you could be completely polar opposites on things. That's right. That's but you right. still managed to have a conversation and nobody turned around and ran off. Nobody got mad, but that's you right. tried to educate the other person. And that's right. That's I think right. that's a big deal to that. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that's coming back. Yeah, that's right. I think I think it's healthy, right? I mean, we're, you know, regardless of where you stand on an issue, we're still one city, right? And I think that, uh, you know, what people don't know, I, every time I go into a meeting, people are asking me, what do you think about this for this or this for that? And I tell folks, you know, I actually think about it as one big pie, <laughs> right? And at the end of the day, I need for the entire uh, apple pie to taste good. <laughs> I tell folks. Right. <laughs> so, you know, you just got to keep working through it and keep uh, providing opportunity for all of us to engage and connect together. I mean, we got a lot of great people in this city that are really vested in trying to, you know, make our community better. And I think, you know, schools should be a part of that process on helping people to be connected. And so and my, my goal, as I tell folks as a superintendent, is, you know, I may have to be the superintendent, but it takes the village to do the work. And I just see myself more as a facilitator or coordinator to bring some of those pieces together. So that's been, you know, what I've learned being like a number two of a superintendent, you know, the, the best ones were able to help uh, coordinate and bring things together. And over time, the community and the, the superintendent led the, the city together in the work and supported. So I tell people, I've merged a couple quotes and some old, you know, some good business together where they say, you know, it's not about getting everybody on the bus. It's about getting people in the right seat on the bus. And mm -hmm. then I'd say all the time, if I'm the smartest guy in the room, I'm in the wrong room, you That's know, right. that That's I need right. to get some That's other right. people there. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, so you know, Tony, you guys, you know, you've got all these things going on. What I would affectionately, I've coined the term, I believe, juggling water is kind of what it's like of trying to keep up with all this, as well as bringing faculty in, you know, retaining faculty, getting a culture set right, putting all this, you know, together and getting ready for, what is it, 80 something thousand students? Is that oh, right? No, we're at 41, just about 41,000 kids here. Yeah. 41,000. Yeah. That's an incredible number of kids. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell people, you know, if you, you got 41,000 reasons to get this thing right. And, uh, you know, and we, it takes all of us, you know, to, to kind of do this thing together. Uh, you know, I tell folks don't, you know, I, I'm never convinced that it's just one person's responsibility or one um, organization or group's responsibility. It's all of our responsibilities. And so, you know, trying to work together to, to figure out, I mean, even you, you know, this conversation around informing families and communities, you know, it's a part. Of, it's a part of being on the team. I'm trying to get that right, and so I think we just have to keep working towards that goal. So, what is not to put you on the spot, but you you literally kind of tied us right there. Being able to speak to the families and let them know, you know, that there a lot of them may not be thinking school right now. You guys yeah. are thinking school around the clock, but you know they're going to start. You know, I'd say usually it's end of July, when people hear that August, it's like, oh, wait, school's about to start. We got, you know, supplies and uniforms and trying to do things. But if you could tell that, you know, I say it's that mom, because, you know, the mom's keeping everybody together, right? She's the one making the decision most of the time. What is it that if you could speak to her right now that you'd want her to know that you guys are, you know, putting together. Yeah. I mean, one of the things like I, I want moms to be able to understand or just any family member or grandma, if it's here in that space yeah. here, um, is that, you know, our goal is to try to make it easier for you, not harder. Right. And kind of work with you to help navigate the needs for, you know, the, your children. And I think, you know, how we can help get information out early 
get you to be able to be aware what, what the options and choices are, uh, help you to see, you know, whatever needs you have or programs or those things that are coming up. We'd like to make sure that that is a burden that you don't feel like you have to carry on, on your own. Um, I've, I find that, you know, you know, people go into the summer, they're playing all their summer programs, but they, you know, they start thinking about it mid, mid July about, you know, what's going to happen in, in August. And, and I feel like our job is to kind of help you give you what those options are as early as possible. So you can feel more connected to your schools and those things. I mean, I, you know, I even tell the principals, you know, it's all of us as a team trying to figure that out. So families can feel like it's an easier process. Um, if we can make families' experiences or moms' experiences easier, it's better, right? Um, and a part of that, because their job is hard already, right? You have children you're trying to make sure you have the best, and you have all these th other things going on. And our job is to try to make you know, you know, take that anxiety down a little bit to make your that process easier for you. No, I think that's. That's amazing. At the same time, I think it's keeping and letting, you know, parents know that you guys have these resources and there's so much more, I think school has, and especially, you know, EBR has to offer than the traditional, like, you know, get here at seven 30, leave at two 30 or three. Yes. Like there's so many other things that it's, you know, how many times, you know, have you, you know, as a parent, you know, or I would encourage people, you know, get in touch with, you know, the local principal or go on the website or drop by the school, you know, have a conversation, get engaged and find out, you know, what are the other after school activities, what's happening before, yes. you know, where can you get involved at? Because I think if the system, not the system, I don't mean it in that way, if the school system, but like, it doesn't work when you just drop off, in my opinion, it doesn't work as well. If you just drop off and run, you know, if you can That's get right. involved, you know, and park a car, you know, kind of maybe walk the child in, you know, go meet in a library, form a little group of parents where you guys can meet, you know, have breakfast once a week and then help out, you know, whether that be hanging up decorations or anything, it just gets you involved. And That's then right. by being That's involved, right. you absorb and you maybe pick up some other things and find a need, you know, that maybe you can help out in. Well, you know, we're adding more uh, to the point that you just brought up, um, Brandon, we're adding more parent engagement specialists in schools across the city for that, right? To help um, to get families to connect more with each other for similar type of experiences or to help support each other through the process or, or to learn things that they don't know, right? I mean, I've also noticed in my short time here that we also have a lot of resources that families are not aware of. And how do we get them to become aware of that? I mean, there's, there's nothing that you technically can ask for from a school space that we don't offer, right? And um, sometimes I think that we're not on our end getting that information out uh, quick enough to families so they can make better decisions around that. And so part of our goal is to make that a better experience for families. Um, I know the in our own parent engagement team, we're talking about creating focus groups for families to continue to give us feedback throughout the year. We've been meeting with our parent advisory group who've been extraordinary. We have a bunch of parents on there. Uh, that give us some feedback as well that I meet with once a month and talk about, you know, here's some things in, that I'm experiencing or here's some things I think would be great for families. And we have that representation across the city. So we have different parents who live in different communities and neighborhoods to give us some feedback. So we're pretty excited about that. Absolutely. I think it's, it almost sounds like you'd fall into the same group and I don't know how long the school system's been around, but I didn't have a uh, friend of mine. He's got a, you know, a company and, they've been around, it was a family business and it grew and he, he'd been there for almost 50 years. And yeah. we've been here for um, 
July 1st will be 31 years, but, and we're kind of in the same boat. And I like the way he said, he goes, you know, look, you know, he goes, I'm stepping in, I'm kind of taking things, I'm making changes. And I'm telling everybody that we're just a 50 year old startup company. You know, that's <laughs> what we are. We're starting over. We're, you know, getting rid of just what we did before, you know, isn't always going to work. Um, and, and he's making changes and just not accepting yeah. the status quo. You know, and right. I think that that's makes right. a really big, you know, difference when companies are willing to embrace that. That's right. Um, that's right. I read, you know, one time there was a quote, you know, that said the arrogance of the arrogance of success is to think that what you did yesterday will be sufficient for tomorrow. So, that's right. That's right. That's a true so, statement. <laughs> we feel statement. it, right? Right. That's right. So, that's right. So, well, look, I I think it's amazing all the different things that are going on, and I'd encourage everybody to go really, like you said, you've got the resources that there. Sometimes it's not a matter; it's hard enough to get the resources and build that infrastructure, and then you have it. Then you've got to maintain it, but then somehow you got to continually communicate that back out and find people where they are today, so that they know right. the resources are there. So, hopefully, people, you know, whether it be hitting a website or making a phone call or dropping in or just Getting engaged, that, that's yeah, the one thing I, I wish every parent would do would be to get engaged. Yeah, we've been talking about also updating our website and also thinking about um, like, you know, what kind of application we can provide to parents to help navigate within their school community. So we're working on that as well. I mean, uh, up by July 1, we'll have a, a much better website for navigation, those things. Um, the, the team is working on that. You know, I, I would tell parents, please go to, um, to www.ebrschools.org. Um, and take a look and, you know, surf around. Uh, we're trying to figure out better ways to communicate. Um, and so a lot of that is going to be updated uh, coming in the coming days. And then uh, from there, thinking about also um, how do we provide more access to parents? Um, through, uh, we're looking at some web, web-based um, approaches for that as well. It's funny you mentioned it because we were talking the other Oh, you know, and, to, and I got yeah. one more big thing, Brad, I didn't announce. We are going to be opening up what they call EBR Schools TV. Um, and uh, more information soon to come. If everything works out well, I've been trying to push pretty hard for us to get that uh, up and running. Uh, we Our goal is to have uh, EBR Schools TV uh, uh, hopefully up and running by the fall. Now, I'd love to have you as a guest or your folks to come in and, and see that and uh also, parents, where we're, uh, it's going to be the kind of our first time uh, moving that where we'll have programming for parents. They could be on, on um, you know, to see programs, help with math, tutoring, is a whole set of shows <laughs> around those wow. things. So uh, I think that's going to also be huge uh, where, you know, you could go on, turn on your television, and you're going to see uh, EBR Schools uh, TV uh, doing that work or on YouTube or whatever platform you want to do on. So that's amazing. That's, you know, and it's, it's, you were going right, you're going right to the heart of where I was going was it used to be that, you know, we all as a culture made this shift and it was telling everybody, go to our website for more information, go to our website for more information. And now that just doesn't cut it anymore. You know, no, it's, it's you know, the website, you know, everybody knows go to a website, but websites just get so big and not discontinuing or discounting the websites by any means, but, you know, people want different mediums and different access to different right. information. That's what's That's right. made, we believe has made this show so successful as it's been is because people can, if you're walking around the lake, if you're walking on a treadmill, you just want to get an update or you want to hear from someone in real life, you know, kind of what they're doing, they can just listen. But to your point to go to a TV station or a YouTube channel, just 
people need to consume media the way they want to consume it. That's right. That's some people right. like to read, you know, press releases. Some people like to read long articles. Some people like memes. Some people that's like right. short videos. So meeting them where they are, I think, is key. And I think that's an awesome, you know, step to get out there and be able to communicate and let people just ingest it maybe while they're, you know, cooking a dinner. Or, that's right. That's right. You know, you've got kids that are watching TV and watching tablets all the time. I'm not a screen time, you know, fanatic as far as regulating it. I think that's the wave of the future you know, the, where people are going. So we have to embrace some of it. So it's, if you're going to have a show, if you're going to have something with, you know, maybe that's helping with some homework, you know, Hey, here's the tablet, go watch it. You know, we're not, it's not going anywhere. It's kind of, you know, the internet's sticking around. That's right. That's right. That's right. Well, I mean, you know, well, me, I'm a, I embrace technology uh, and I also embrace it in a way where it should help provide families with more opportunity to do things that they want to do. And so I, I tell folks the the more we can do that, the better. And so um, our goal is to kind of upgrade in all those spaces. That's amazing. Well, as usual, I always tell everybody, you got more important things to do than sit around <laughs> talking to me, especially on a Monday morning. So it's, um, I appreciate you taking some time to sit here, you know, fill us in. I think this is a lot of announcements in here. I don't know how we're going to title this, but we'll have to figure <laughs> something out here. It's Listen, you'll find out a lot of cool stuff. Maybe it'll yeah. turn into that one. But I do appreciate your time and I've, Appreciate you coming on and think it's good. I think it gives people a chance to connect with you, to hear what's going on firsthand. And I think it's great for the community to know what's going on and that they've got a voice and they can call in, they can find information. It's easy. It's not this big system that's untouchable. Yes, I agree. Well, thank you for the opportunity. I mean, every time we get a chance to talk about um, the system and what we're doing for children in this city. I tell folks, you know, we'll take it. I mean, and the more the information we get out, the better. Um, we see this with our parents as partners in this work um, to kind of help help our children uh, do better and get better opportunities across the city. So uh, thank you for that. We just thank, thank you thank for letting us engage you. Awesome, sir. Well, I'll let you get to it. I appreciate the time and we'll talk soon. All right, thank you. Have a good day. Okay.